0: Had been ruined in the rain. I was thirsty, I said, and I was thirsty still. But the restaurant is just there, it's less than a block away. You can have any sort of drink you like in a minute or two, said Mr. Glover, while the others pointed and made encouraging noises. But I was thirsty for rain and salt water, for the whole boundless ocean of it. That's very funny, I said, laughing to think that I was free to choose my drink, when a drink of any sort wasn't something I wanted. I had spent the previous two weeks in prison, and I was only free pending the outcome of a proceeding that was now in progress. Unable to restrain my laughter, which kept lapping at my insides and bursting out of me like gigantic waves, I was not allowed to accompany the lawyers into the dining room, but had to have my meal brought to me in the cloakroom, where a wary clerk perched vigilantly on a stool in the corner as I pecked at my sandwich. We sat there like two birds, and I giggled to myself until my sides ached and I thought I might be sick. Well, said Mr. Reichman when the lawyers rejoined me after the meal, We've been discussing this thing, and an insanity defense doesn't seem so far-fetched after all. The idea that I had a mental disorder filled them with happy optimism. Where before lunch they had been nervous and pessimistic, now they lit cigarettes and congratulated one another on cases I knew nothing about. They had apparently put their heads together, considered my mental state, and found it lacking on some score. And now that the initial shock of my behavior had worn off and they had discovered that it could perhaps be explained scientifically, and might even be exploited in the conduct of our case, they took turns patting me on the arm and saying, Don't you worry, my dear girl. After all, you've been through quite enough. Leave it to us. We've done this sort of thing a thousand times before. They talked about a Dr. Cole, and said, I'm sure you will find him very sympathetic. Then rattled off a list of credentials that meant less than nothing to me. I don't know who had the idea, whether it was Glover or Reichman or even that mousy Liggett, that I should try to recreate the events of those twenty-one days and that the resulting diary might be entered as some kind of exonerating exhibit. In that case, we'd better present her as sane, or the whole thing will be discounted. Said Mr. Liggett tentatively, as if he were speaking out of turn. "I suppose you're right," agreed Mr. Reichman, stroking his long chin. "Let's see what she comes up with before we decide." They laughed and poked the air with their cigarettes and talked about me as if I weren't there. As we walked back to the courthouse, where, along with two other women named Hannah West and Ursula Grant, I was to stand trial for my life. I was twenty-two years old. I had been married for ten weeks and a widow for over six. Part One Day One The first day in the lifeboat we were mostly silent, either taking in or refusing to take in the drama playing itself out in the seething waters around us. John Hardy an able-bodied seaman and the only crew member on board lifeboat 14 took immediate charge. He assigned seats based on weight distribution, and because the lifeboat was riding low in the water, he forbade anyone to stand up or move without permission. Then he rested a rudder from where it was stored underneath the seats, fixed it into place at the back of the boat, and commanded anyone who knew how to row a boat to take up one of four long oars which were quickly appropriated by three of the men and a sturdy woman named Mrs. Grant. Hardy gave them orders to gain as much distance from the foundering craft as possible, saying, "Row your bloody hearts out, unless you want to be sucked under to your doom. Mr. Hardy stood with his feet planted and his eyes alert, guiding us deftly around anything that blocked our way, while the four rode in silence their muscles straining and their knuckles white. Some of the others grabbed onto the ends of the long oars to help with the effort, but they were unpracticed, and the blades were as apt to skip over or slice through the water as they were to push against it broadside, the way they were designed to do